Hey everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In this video, you'll learn about some of the enhanced UV tracking and shading that you can now use with the action projectors in the Flame 2018.2 update. This will definitely help you with various texture projection tasks, as well as motion graphics type work. I'll be assuming that you already know a bit about the action projectors, but if projectors are new to you, then please watch the beginner videos on projections in action which is available on the Flame Learning channel. Let's see what is now possible in this version of the Flame products. For this use case, say you've been working on an end pack shot which consists of a 3D model of a bottle of water and an image background. You've already done most of the work and this scene consists of physically based shaders, image based lighting, lens flares, post-processing, camera effects etc. Now it is quite a common scenario that regardless of how far you are with any project, you always need to add in extra elements. For example, there was a last minute addition or change to the bottle label and there is no time to go back to the 3D application and redo the texturing and UVs. So you'll be using a projection technique to add the extra elements in Flame. I must say that there are multiple techniques to do this, but projection works quite well. Looking at the media list, you can see that we've already loaded the new element into the action module. To add to this in the 3D composite, go to the action node bin and locate the projector node. Drag it into the action schematic and it will appear in the result view. Select the projector and move the projection over the 3D model. Look at the working camera view with space F4. Now press ALT and rotate around the 3D environment. This gives you a better viewing angle and you could tweak the position of the projector if necessary. Now double click on the projector node for its controls. In the basics menu, we'll scale the field of view to 13 degrees. Now we'll zoom into the working camera view because I want to point out a major benefit of the projection. This 3D model consists of multiple geometries. The plastic section is one model and the label section is another. Note that the projection can project across multiple objects and respect the UV texturing of each 3D geometry simultaneously. This is a major time saver instead of trying to edit the texture map of each geometry and trying to line things up. The next area to discuss is where the projection is appearing. We obviously want the projection in the front of the bottle to match the label. But if you rotate the world round, you will see that the projection is seen on both sides of the geometry as well as the background. Go back to the projector menu and switch to the rendering menu. The first option to enable is front face only. This means that the projection will only affect the initial side of the object and ignore the back facing areas. Secondly, notice how the projection affects the bottle, but then goes right through it and projects onto the background. To limit the projection to the first object, you enable occlusion. The way to think about it is that the projection will stop at its first point of contact. 
This mimics the same behaviour you get when using lights. In this case, it's the bottle. If you were to move the bottle out of the way, the projection would then reach the background image again. I hope this inspires you to think about some creative opportunities using occlusion, but disable it for now. We actually want to focus the projection solely on the bottle. This is the same way you can focus a light on specific objects. Hold down L for the light link, and drag a connection to the label geometry and the shell geometry. The projector will only affect these components of the bottle, and ignore everything else. So that's looking good so far. The projection matches the contours of the bottle, and it only affects the specific area we'd like. Now all this time, you could have positioned the projection on a specific frame. In our case, we have been parked at frame 50. As soon as you scrub to any other frame, the projection goes off. This is because the geometry is animated, and the projector is static. Now admittedly, you could use a lot of nodes to link the projection to the animation of the bottle. But that's a lot of clicking and moving around the interface. An easier solution is to scrub to the reference frame again. So this is the alignment frame, or best UV reference for the projection. Go back to the projector rendering menu, and click Set UV Reference. This locks the projection to the UV coordinates of the geometry. When you scrub the time bar, notice how the projection sticks on the model with the rest of the texture. You can still adjust the projection, but it will always be locked to the model's UVs. This is a massive advantage. Now here are some rules you need to be aware of. UV tracking works with 3D models, which could be FBX or Alembic based, and the UVs must be continuous throughout the 3D model's animation. If the UVs are variable and change throughout the animation, then UV tracking won't work. Secondly, UV tracking works on image surfaces and extended by cubics. Unfortunately, it currently doesn't work with 3D shapes and 3D text, because their UVs are variable, and Flame generates new UVs for each frame. The other important rule to mention, is that the projection tracking will only work when the object receiving the projection is animated. By that I mean it has an animated curve, and it's moving in the 3D composite. Please don't forget these rules, because they can catch you out. Now switch back to the result view with F4 to look through the camera, and scrub the time bar. Now I must stress that this is not freezing the projection frame at all. Your projections can be moving pictures or animated elements, and they'll stay locked to the 3D object's UVs. For example, swipe back to the batch schematic. In the batch node bin, drag out a matchbox node, and drop it into the connection for the front input of the extra element. In the file browser, choose the twirl matchbox shader. Go to frame 1, and enable Auto Key. Set the twirl amount to whatever you like. Go to frame 50, and set the twirl amount to 0. Turn off Auto Key. There is an animation in the element. 
Now go back into Action and scrub the timebar. So this is working really well, but there is one last aspect of projection that needs addressing. Once again, zooming into the projected element, notice that it is unaffected by any lighting. Going back to the Projector Rendering menu, you can change the blending mode of the projector. So this is one way to incorporate the extra element. However, this is blending and not really lighting. Under the Effect column, click Shaded. The lighting in the 3D scene now affects the result of the projection. In this situation with the IBL lighting, it doesn't look too good. To remedy this, another big enhancement to projectors is that you can apply shading models to the projector. Switch to the Action node bin and apply a shader node to the selected projector. The look of the element changes again. The projection is now reacting to the image-based lighting like the rest of the objects in the 3D composite. Looking at the shader node controls, the projector is now using the physical-based shader to apply the projection in the scene. By adjusting the metallic and roughness settings of the PBR shader, you can alter the look and feel of the element separate to the objects it is projected onto. For example, you could give the extra element a more reflective metallic look, whereas the rest of the label has a more refined, diffused look. The choice is up to you. As an extra tip, you could also apply the Substance PBR textures to the projector to combine a multi-channel clip with projections. This allows you to create a variety of different looks and feels to your projection. Now you can add as many projectors as you like onto any object in the scene. So if I unhide this projector, here we have a small registered trademark that has been added to the bottle. Its tracking has also been locked to the UVs of the model. Finally, just for fun, I added another camera into the 3D scene. Go to the Camera Settings and change the result camera. Scrub the timebar. I hope these enhanced projector features will come in handy and more example videos will follow on at a later date. Don't forget to check out the other enhancements, workflows and features to the Flame 2018.2 update. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos.